This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. In U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0. And bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Tuesday, and right now we have ourselves a special guest. We have Miss Capital City, Hannah Johnson in the house. Good morning. AD's excited. I mean, not every day we have we have royalty where we have to go, hear ye, hear ye. Sound the trumpets. The queen is in the building. <laughs> So what is good, Hannah? The queen is here. Everything. This is so exciting. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I think AD might be more excited that I'm here. (laughs) He gets excited for this stuff. You're sitting in my seat. You're sitting in a good seat. Is this your seat? Oh, yeah. Yep, you're there. Oh, wow. Big big seat to fill. Well, now when you get back, you're going to have to be like the king or something, AD, and have a crown or something. We'll get right on that. We'll get AD a crown. Or, or is it is it crown or yeah crown's a guy i think it's the crown no matter what gender oh yeah. it is okay i i, believe I wasn't so. sure what it, what it is so hannah first off great to have you here today but miss america potentially i mean one day how do you like do you just wake up one day and just be like all right i want to be miss america or how to how does that work or where where did this where did this start at So I was 17 years old in high school. I was panicked. I was so concerned about how I was going to pay for college. I didn't know if I was going to be able to go to college without scholarships. And I didn't know that I had the grades to get there on an academic status. So I started looking into every other unconventional way that you could even think of. And the first thing that popped up was pageants. Um, And I ended up competing in the Miss Nebraska USA, Teen USA competition first. Um, And that's where I won the Spirit Award. And I was a semifinalist, but I didn't have any other real 
candidacy for winning that. It was my first pageant ever. Um, and without that spirit award, I don't think that I would have continued pursuing pageants. But here I am. Now I've changed over to the Miss America organization, and we are going strong as Miss Capital City. That's awesome. Awesome. You, well, Hannah, tell me this. Like, where did you grow up at? I'm a Lincolnite, born and raised. And where'd you go to high school? Southeast. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, Best school in the you. city. That's one strike, Hannah. <laughs> oh, go Knights. KP forever. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so you decide, so you, so you make the decision you know, to help you out with schooling, to do, to do these pageants and stuff like that. What, like, how, like, I guess me and AD. Not Nick because he's he's a youngin. But no, I'm 27 according to Anna. <laughs> she, she thought she thought I was 27 years old. 27. I, my bones are aching. They're crumbling. We got grandpa status over here. Yeah, that's what it feels like. So like so, so but like me and AD, we're used to watching these pageants on TV back in yeah. the 80s. How have they how have they changed or like what what are the what. Are, what do you do? And like, so when you go out, I believe it's in June to North Platte mm-hmm. to compete, to become Miss Nebraska. Yes. What, what do you do in these pageants to, to be crowned, you know, the queen and what, you know, what did you do to be crowned Miss Capital City? Sure. So I think pageants have changed a lot since the time like, that you're referencing. Um, most importantly, back in, I believe it was 2019, we switched over to America two point, Miss America 2.0, where we got rid of swimsuit and put more of an emphasis on philanthropic purpose and what people are doing to give back to the community and we changed our slogan to preparing the world for great women and great women for the world Um, and that's something that has really driven me in figuring out what I want to do and how I want to use this platform for good Um, so right now I compete in a few areas of competition we have interview a private interview an on-stage interview and then something called a social impact initiative pitch and what that is is a mini TED talk about something that you're very passionate about some social injustice that you're working really hard to fix in the world and then there's talent and gown so those are the main areas of competition and then for my social impact initiative i have a platform called rise stands for resiliency and inspiration from a survivor's experience where i do domestic violence and sexual violence advocacy that's awesome great causes thank you great causes which are uh, insanely important Mm mm-hmm Especially in this day and age, the things we've been going through on, on those issues. Uh, and I had the privilege to, um, to serve as an MC um, about 10 years ago for the Miss Nebraska event there in North Platte. Yeah. And I was blown away um, by the talent, uh, like you mentioned, the advocacy mm-hmm. for, uh, for major causes that you're part of. Um, when, you, when you were you growing up in Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Southeast, when was the first age you got involved? Uh, when did you first hear about the Miss Nebraska or Miss Capital City um, uh, organization? I'd been aware of the programs for a few years before I started competing. So like I said, I started mm-hmm. in a different system at 17, but I, I quickly switched over when I turned 18 into the Miss America organization. But I had known about these um, pageants and about these these um, hobbies, I guess is what I thought they were for a really long time, um, since I was probably eight or nine years old. And of course, everyone has that stereotype in their head when they hear pageants for toddlers and tiaras. Um, We automatically (laughs) think of the very spoiled pageant girl who, you know, has a lot going on with the parents and the glam and all of that. And it couldn't be further from the truth, especially when you're competing as a young woman um, and not necessarily, 
you know, starting that that young because it's a very different demographic than than the reality of what we're doing now. <laughs> and then I gotta I gotta ask you too, you know, being in the in this sports show, sports genre, you know, we do some community impact, we do we do some stuff like that. But the first thing that went through my head when you're like Miss America, Miss Nebraska, Miss Capital City is competition. Is there is there a competition between the girls? Like, do you go in? Do you do you kind of size them up a little bit, or or is that or is it more of a, a friendly competition? Or how how does how does that work in today's in today's Miss America, Miss you know Miss Nebraska competitions? I don't know if y'all would believe me when I tell you that this is probably the most supportive competition you'll ever see in your entire life. Um, the women that I'm competing against are some of my very best friends, and I would say that there's a good handful of them that, you know, they're my biggest supporter besides my family and friends. You know, these people are standing next to, next to you on the stage. They know exactly what the prep is. They know exactly how you got there, how much work you've put in, how much time you had to, you know, allocate to doing this and to getting there, how much financial burden this has had on you. They're the only other people in the world that understand that to the fullest capacity. Um, and so I think that there's a different level of respect that you have for your competitors when you're competing in um, – this type of competition versus maybe sports or something along those lines. Hannah, uh, you talked about, you know, the competition, you know, you know, sometimes there's um, uh, misinterpretations and stereotypes that go into what you do. Um, but, and, and that's, and that's great to hear that. Have you heard of places other than, other than Nebraska to where that's not true to where it's kind of cutthroat or just uh, competitive sure. to a point to where it's not even healthy? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's it's becoming a little bit less normalized to have that that cutthroat mindset. Um, because frankly, it's ugly behavior. Nobody wants to be standing next to somebody on the stage that could potentially take the crown or take the title that, you know, doesn't deserve it for reasons that would be unsportsmanlike. Um, down in the South, I think that's where it's more competitive. You have a lot more candidates per um, competition than maybe we do up here in, in the Midwest, especially. Um, so that's probably where you see it a little bit more, but it's becoming a lot less normalized. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a text where Chase B says, so it's nothing like honey boo-boo. <laughs> it's so funny that you bring that up because i do have my go-go juice on on pageant days <laughs> i do have my go-go juice it's a peanut butter power from scooters um that's how i like to start my pageant mornings is a little bit of a little bit of extra <laughs> so what, extra. Is, what is go-go juice go-go juice is um honey boo boo was on toddlers and tiaras and she has this really funny um, moment on there that's turned into a huge meme and she goes I want my go-go juice and her mom gives her like a Red Bull with Mountain Dew in it so that's so, your go-go juice my go-go juice so, is Red Bull vodka but that's just my own personal <laughs> go-go juice Nick is just shaking his head right now because I know it's true also I've been in those I've been in those areas with Raph I, I know it's true Chase I'm going to ask Chase B. So, Chase B, you watch Honey Boo Boo is what you're saying. So, I'm yeah. just asking. <laughs> so, what about what about Hannah as a person? What what do you what do you do outside of just doing pageants? Sure. So, I'm a student at UNL. I'm a senior, um, a first-time senior. I have the Buffett Scholarship, and I am so thankful for it because I'll get to take five years of my education instead of just the regular four, and I won't have to pay for any of it. So, very, very blessed to have that scholarship. Um, I'm a part of the Cornisker Marching Band. I was a rank leader for two years in a row where I played the piccolo. I also do the um, Nebraska Human Resources Institute mentor program. 
<laughs> They're making the piccolo hand signal. Oh yeah, they play it. We, we play it every day. They play it every day. There you go. There it is. There it is. Eighties got one. You guys are hired. You're in the band. <laughs> Um, I'm a part of the Nebraska Human Resources Institute Mentor Program, and I think my mentee is listening. So hi, Elena. Um, I'm also a brother in the AKSI fraternity for professional development and business. And then I'm a member of Alpha Omicron Pi and a resident assistant in the Res Life Program at UNL. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a couple things. Holy cow. <laughs> I went to school and. Well, kind of. Sometimes I did. But. Sometimes you went to school. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't know. <laughs> you can say you went to school. A long time ago. Long, long time ago. Uh, Cornstash says, hey, Nick, what's the PPD on go-go juice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the price per drink on go-go juice would be, it depends what size you get. It, the, the price you pay, the value, how much is in, included, the ounces, all that's factored into the price per drink. <laughs> Okay, uh, I got I got something this. here. So Hannah, yes, you're Miss Capital. Nick, oh, you have to explain. We to could Hannah be the best of friends. What it is, and Hannah could wear. And yes. Hannah could wear a sweatshirt. That's t-shirt. true. So That's explain true. To Hannah I have this thing called price per bite. Okay. That when I when I go, Raph's shaking his head over here. Just Raph's like, God, I'm so sorry that you have no, to listen to this. You'll love to um, So so price per bite. This will prove that he's 21 years old. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so when I'm at a sporting event or any event that there's concession stands, I buy food not based off what sounds good, but the best bang I can get for my buck. So oh, like, okay. I I hate the four dollar hot dogs because I get it. I you know I finish a hot dog in probably five bites, so that's almost close to a dollar per bite. It, right. it just doesn't make sense. It, it, the basic bite, economics. the time, it's it's yeah. basic economics. And so I started this thing called Price Per Bite. And AD and Raf are in on the merch. I'm in, I'm trying to, I'm talking to a couple people about merchandise. We're making t-shirts, we're making sweatshirts. It is a movement, Price Per Bite. And Love it started right here in this, in this, in this, in this very seat, in this very seat, I, I announced yeah. it to the world. Are you down with PPB? Yeah, you know I, me. I'm a, I'm a fan. I love where this is going. More bang. It's, it's it's not necessarily about it, it's not it's not it's not like I don't I don't I wouldn't categorize myself as a cheapskate or, or even frugal because I trust me I am not. But um when when it comes to food I'm like I'm gonna get the nachos that's six dollars because it's gonna last me thirty minutes to eat a plate of nachos <laughs> rather than <laughs> rather rather than a ninety seconds on a four dollar hot dog. Oh. Welcome to our, welcome to our life. It's not about the destination; it's about the journey. Bingo, right there. Bingo. PPB oh price per bite. The world of PPB. I is got a, I got I got called an idiot. I've been called a phony, a cheapskate, but here I am still spreading he, the PPB re- news. He out. is resilient. He he sticks to it, and you you got to love that. About I do. Him. I do. That's what can fun. I say? So Hannah, gotta ask you. Yeah. You got competition coming up in June in North Platte. Like. I mean, you're the reigning, defending, undisputed Miss Capital City. Mm-hmm. Do you do like appearances and stuff? Do you go out and meet with people, or you know, is there is there any way like maybe there's like somebody listening today and is like, man, I would sure like to have Hannah come out and you know visit our business, or maybe go to a birthday party or something like that. Is that something you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I do all kinds of different appearances. I have one coming up to talk to a music class about importance of music in schools, since music has been a huge part of my life ever since I was in high school. Um, Of course, with my social impact initiative, Rise, I go and I talk to people in the community about that. I was lucky enough to go to the Patina and Joe boutique um, 
uh, fundraiser that they had for Tower of Tampons last year and get to share a little bit of my story with them. Um, school appearances, professional development. I do a lot of um, talks for mental health and wellness and how to prevent burnout and how to recover from burnout. So it's a really vast majority. And if you're interested in having me come um, come talk to an organization or a school of any capacity, really, um, you can go ahead on and look on Instagram. And my Instagram is Miss Capital City 2023. There's an appearance form right in my bio, or you can message me and I'd be happy to figure something out for you. And then also, you know, the, I'm guessing these pageants, they're probably not, they're probably a little expensive, you know, maybe a little, little bit of fundage goes into them. Wonder if somebody's listening and maybe they just want to donate to your campaign. Is that, is that something you do? Yeah, absolutely. Right now we are actually doing a program book um, for the Miss Nebraska um, program that we have coming up in June. Um, and what that entails is ad space. So you would purchase a business card size, a quarter page, a half page, or a full page of ad space. And I can go ahead and I have those um, prices posted on my Instagram as well if you are interested. Um, Or you can do a direct donation sponsorship or a product or service sponsorship. So there's quite a few options. Um, Product or service would be me giving back to you guys in some way, shape, or form on social media and giving you some some spotlight and showing off what you guys have to offer. Direct donation is exactly what it sounds like, and then ad space is the final option for sponsorship. Hannah, let me ask you this. Nick, how much time we got before break? About three minutes. See, that was fast. Hannah, let me ask you this, because this, yeah, this is something that's, uh, it's, you know, as I Sure, colleges and high schools around the country, even in corporate America, but in particular on the, on the high school girls and college girls, the impact of social media mm-hmm. and the, the awful practice of comparison, um, filters, et cetera. What's your message for uh, for women in general, not just young women like yourself, but women in general who who tend to judge themselves in their, uh, um, uh, their worth based off someone they see posted something on social media that's got a billion filters on it, that you have to have this type of body, you have to look this certain way. How do you get across being your authentic self and sharing that with not only just women, but people in general, particular young women that are very impressionable by social media? At the end of the day, social media is a tool. um, And that's what I hope most people will choose to use it as, but it can also very easily be used as a weapon. Um, And that's something that we have found in the 21st century is super easy to misconstrue i mean it's there's a fine line between the two there really really is um but i think the way that i personally have found a way to use it as a tool and utilize it that way rather than a weapon is to understand that you're not gonna please everybody there is so much different media out there that you can use for the better and if you can choose to put out that kind of message to the world then it will come back for you and at the end of the day you have to be able to monitor what you're taking in too um there's nobody who's going to do it for you so if there's something on there that's toxic that's hurting you hurting your mental well-being unfollow you know make sure that it's not something that is hurting you to the point where you know it's becoming a serious repercussion do the steps that you have to have to take and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good things with light things and put out into the world what you want to get back Hannah, that is uh, refreshing to hear to, uh, and also uh, uh, very intuitive a great uh, great answer i have a daughter uh who will be 19 in april she's a freshman at the university yeah. of nebraska and it was a lot different with my boys you sure. know i have one that's in law school second year and uh, my other son, Keenan, he's actually here in Orlando with me. He's not with me, but he's working for Under Armour now. He just graduated from UNL in December. So with the boys, it was a little different uh, with my daughter. 
But also another thing with social media, I always told them to be careful what you post. Yes. You know, you see the Husker bar stoolers, whatever it is. I see some of those texts on there. Nick and Rav, Hannah, they're they're hilarious. But yeah. I'm thinking, good luck finding a future the job with that online. The good, exactly. Forever. You know, and people, and I said some of it's hilarious. But I'm thinking, if I, as a parent, I would seriously choke the life. And I said that <laughs> out of my kids if they posted some of the stupidity that I see people post because they don't look at the long term picture. No, I mean, it really on some is, of those is permanent. Yeah. Yeah, on, yes. So Hannah, how have you guarded yourself as far as that? We talked about the things that you view. How are you careful on what you post and what the advice you would give? Even people, not just people in college and high school, there's people in corporate America. There's people in politics. There's people in sports that are almost, you know, on a weekly basis. Heck, Shannon yeah. Sharp just yesterday. And I love Shannon that had to come back and make a retraction and apology of something that was caught on video. How do you protect your image and reputation by what you post? And what would be your uh, advice to the listeners out there? So I'm an overthinker. I am always one of those people who has to, you know, look at everything from every perspective before making a decision. And sometimes that's, you know, a bit retroactive. It's not always helpful. But more often than not, that is a superpower. And that's something that I take a lot of pride in is being able to be thoughtful and be um, very conscientious about what I'm posting, what I'm saying, all of those things. And I've had slip ups. Everybody has had a slip up, um, where we've said or done something and we go, Oh my God, I wish I could take that back in an instant. And you can't, but there's also a level of understanding that you're human and you make mistakes. Um, as far as posting on social media, there's always the good old rule of thumb. Would you want your grandma to see it? You know, would grandma be proud of me if she saw that I posted this? (laughs) And I mean, you can, you can insert any well, thought of figure into grandma you can you can put that in a, in a blank space um would i want my mom to see this would i want my favorite teacher to see this would this be something that my coach would be proud to see me posting all of those things and it, it's up to your personal discretion as to who you idolize to do that but that's one thing that i think of mm-hmm. well hannah speaking of former teachers uh here is daryl 66 says hello to hannah from mr Denine. At Sheridan Elementary, congratulations and oh, good luck is what he said on there. Thank you, Mr. Denine. Hi. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. There's always, always somebody watching. Tell, always somebody watching. Yeah, so that's Mr. Denine. And you know what? Unknown Texture says this. And I want to I comment on this. Yeah. Clowns worry about social media when hiring. Hamstring your company from the best potential candidates because of what they put in fantasy land. Laugh out loud. Unknown Texture. Unfortunately, that's the day of the world. That's that's the day we live in. Yeah. So it's you can call them clowns. You can laugh. It's reality. Uh, I've I've spoken at, at colleges, corporate America, because unfortunately, to your point, I, I see what you're saying. It shouldn't be that way, bro, or, or gal, whoever it may be that's t- texting that. But it's the truth. Uh, you see people get fired every day because what you post is reflection. They perceive it as reflection of their company. Think about this. There are certain things we can and can't say on this station. Absolutely. Nick has that button right there to bleep it because we have policies by the FCC. You know, so there's certain yeah. things we can say. So you may think of it as clowns, et cetera. And some of what you're saying is legit. But at the same time, there's a, there's a time and place for everything. Unfortunately, we are in a cancel culture, which I agree with you. Sometimes people could say something that's like, are you freaking kidding me? But unfortunately, that's the world we're living in. And that's the rules of the game that we're in right now. Absolutely. So. Hannah, so I, I like your answer on that, that you do, right, wrong, or different. We have to be careful what we say online, what we post. Uh, you see people have posted something eight years ago, ten years ago, which I think is, is freaking ridiculous. Um, there was a – oh, gosh, I forget who it is. It, it'll come to me later. 
posted something when he was a teenager. I'm like 17 years old. Hmm. Okay. Um, came back to light like a year ago and people were holding his feet under the fire, which I think is ridiculous. There's a lot of things I said when I was 17. Thank God him. I'm telling you right now. I know me and Raph will tell you. Thank God we didn't have social media. We were growing up. Uh, We'd be in jail. Yes, yes. Well, Hannah, that was a fast 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we rolled through that. But the drive, thanks you for coming in today. We appreciate you. We'll keep in touch. We'll see, you know, where you're at and how it proceeds. Maybe before you go to your competition in June, we can have you back That'd in. You great. can tell us how things are progressing. But thanks again for coming in today and we will send it to break this is the drive 93.7 the ticket wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items like <gasps> dave single with a 10-piece crispy nugs medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich spicy chicken with a dave single dave single with a strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade if you're into that chicken sam crispy nugs crispy nugs strawberry lemonade dave's dave's nugs nugs sam sam Whew. pick what you want at a price you want <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.